0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the A Little Less Fear podcast. I'm your host for the show, Dr. Lino Martinez. Oh yeah. Everybody, to the Little Less Fear podcast, and welcome back, Van Ethan Levy. Welcome back to the Little Less Fear podcast. This time, we are talking about the very first international trans and non binary conference called Do Something Identities Conference. Oh, my goodness, it's going to be held on May 13th, 2022. What can you tell us about this first international? Why is it a first? well thank you so much for having me here so
1: at least to to our knowledge uh it is the first international conference that's dedicated to trans non-binary and many more non-cis identities community where it's actually run organized and every single person who's involved in making this happen is a trans non-binary and or another non-cis identity there's many conferences out there that are international conferences that are dedicated to this community but they have at least one, if not multiple people who are cisgendered. And a lot of the time, the organizations that are fully, that are like so um, heavily focused on where kind of established the global standard of care for our community is typically run by cisgendered people or binary trans people, most who are white passing, able-bodied, neurotypical, kind of, uh, all holding more privileged identities where this one is really prioritizing our community members who aren't represented? Who typically don't have their experience uh, cared for, or, or even um, a place for it to be shared or educated about? And so, literally, my my attorney, um, you know, my the marketing team, uh, every presenter, every single person involved in this project is paid and is trans, non-binary, and/or another non cis identity.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> um, I can't even tell you how many times I. I actually felt like I didn't belong in so many different like festivities or conferences and stuff because, it's, I mean, when, when this was the, a given topic, because a lot of the times I saw that there, or I guess you could say maybe I stereotype, that there were a lot of cisgendered people. But I mean, now that, that it's been confirmed that this possibly is the very first international, it's going to make so many of us feel welcomed and comfortable. Thanks, thanks for getting this together. How did you even come up with this?
1: So I've spent let's call it decades, fighting the mental and medical health uh, fields and the people who standardize the care of well, h- how we deserve to be treated or what we have access to. And all of that has just been wasted breath. Uh, nothing has changed. Uh, I'm There Yeah, essentially it's just been wasted effort. So uh, a close friend of mine a couple years ago said, stop wasting your energy on combating people who don't value what you have to share and aren't going to change. So I took that time and that energy and I dedicated to trying to create something that I want to exist that doesn't already exist so we can globalize a standard of care that truly is affirming. So for example, if we think about kind of like the idea of if Let's say a cisgendered woman wanted to go have breast implants. There is no need for any type of mental health evaluation to determine if this person's sane enough to make decisions for themselves to have access to that operation. But a trans person on average may have to go to therapy for about a year. And if we think about how problematic that is, a cheap version of therapy is $100 a session, $100 four times a week for a year is extremely expensive. And in the US, the average yearly salary of a trans person is $10,000. So how are we supposed to pay for the care that we need when we don't have access to it? And then if we look at what the CDC released, one in three trans people will attempt to die by suicide before the age of 18. And this number significantly decreases if we have access to healthcare, to people using our names, using our pronouns. So the most basic thing that cisgendered people have available to them is what could literally be the difference between life and death in our community. Yet nobody is is creating an equitable, accessible way for our community to have access to the most basic care. So I'm really trying to change the world that the the way that the world views us and how it creates access for us so that we're not dying at such young ages and and high rates. And
0: so the goal of this conference is to change the standard of care for trans and non-binary individuals? Well, there's a lot of different goals to it. So there's yes.
1: there's that goal, there's- uh, Which creating. is a great,
0: incredible goal. I mean, I can't, I, that would be amazing. I mean, it is amazing, thank you.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. Um, it's, it's that, it's to create more awareness of even basic little things that we could be doing, whether we're a parent, a partner, an ally. Um, there's also gonna be um, presentations on just our own self-healing, to be able to affirm ourselves and stop questioning who we are. If we think about it, how many, you know, trans non-binary and many more non-cis people do we know who constantly question or at any point question, am I really real or is there something wrong with me? Am I mentally ill? How great would it be if we didn't have to question our own sanity when we're exploring and sharing with the world who we are? And then uh, another big thing that this this conference is uh, attempting to do is to model to the world how education should be about identities. It should be done by the people who are part of that community and not just a copy and paste of the same person who looks the same. We don't want white non uh, white binary people um, who uh, are not out around their identities we want an array of experiences and realities to be able to provide education not just by the, the same privileged identities but then also that we should always be paid for the labor that we're engaging in so many times are trans non-binary many more non-cis identity people are invited to educate people about who we are without ever being compensated or believed and then being tone policed and micromanaged as to what we can and cannot share. So all the presenters, uh, when I did the call for, for, for proposals, the only thing that they had, there were two requirements. You had to engage from an anti-oppressive positionality and always be working towards unlearning harmful engagement and to hold a non-binary trans and or non-cis identity. There was no other requirements, no requirements of education or background, because I wanted it to be a place where people got to share their realities and share to the world how to engage with our communities without limiting um, what people can and cannot share based on what they've had access to.
0: So with that said, what uh, types of topics can we expect um, for this first International trends and Non-Binary Conference?
1: So I I will share a few, um, but I do encourage people to go to vanethanlevy.com forward slash conference where you can see all the different presenters, uh, the schedule, as well as the different topics. But there'll be things like um, presentations on decolonizing as means of gender rights, uh, disordered eating, identities through music, addressing transphobia, identities and religion. Um, There'll be uh, intuition and internal reflection, Kink and poly, um, exploring neo pronouns, uh, allyships, how to engage in affirming therapy, disabilities, justice, mm-hmm. self-compassion, um, having inclusion, inclusive uh, engagement in education as well as assessment and diagnosis, and a few other presentations. So wow, well, that's um, incredible. Thank you. Yeah, there's just there's just an array of ways in which people can engage. Um, Sorry, I'm just, I I, I never know which to pick because there's so many uh, exciting ones uh, that, uh, including like addressing transphobia throughout the ecosystem, right? Like how often are we thinking about these topics? Uh, One's called don't shame me identities, neurodivergence, kink and consensual non-monogamy. We barely get any representation as a trans non-binary and or another non-cis identity. Now adding these different layers of being neurodivergent, being autistic, engaging in kink, engaging in non-monogamy, or even trans in the scripture, right? People never are are not really aware of how trans identities are even within our, in the scriptures in the old and the new Testament. So I'm really hoping to have a lot of an array of topics that are going to assist with people in the different fields that they're in or the different roles that you play. It doesn't matter if you're a professor, if you're a clinician, you could be a friend, a parent, a, a trans person yourself. I'm hoping that there'll be a topic that is, um, going to be helpful to every single person who is wanting to uh, or going to attend.
0: Van, what is neurodivergent for our listeners who are hearing this word for the first time?
1: So neurodivergent is almost like an umbrella term for people who are not uh, neurotypical. So it could be somebody who has ADHD, somebody who's autistic, uh, somebody who has uh, different ways uh, of learning and engaging. Um, there's not just one way to define it, uh, but it's it's basically, uh, yeah, I would I would encourage people to uh, Google what does Neurodivergence mean? Um, or you know, connect with uh, a disability justice organization um, and of course pay them to, to provide that education. Um, but I do I do appreciate that question and I wish that I could answer it more directly, but just like anything else, there isn't one way to to answer something when it impacts so many different. Um, identities.
0: Got it. And what about, um, will there be any type of translators, for ASL, um, for the deaf community?
1: So what we will have available, both captioning, but also in the uh, registration form, we ask if there's any accommodations that are needed. So if there are ASL um, folks who are requested, we will make sure to have them present. Thus far, we haven't had any requests for that, so we haven't secured any, any, um, ASL interpreters. Uh, however, that is a po- that is something that we can make available if it is requested.
0: That's excellent. And how long will this conference be?
1: So It's a pretty long conference.
0: It goes from
1: 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. in that specific daylight time. Um, so
0: I think that's nine hours. I, I'm not good at math on the fly. And the beautiful thing <clears throat> about this is that it's virtual, so anybody in the world can attend, correct? Yeah, we
1: wanted to make it as accessible as possible so it doesn't matter where you are in the world as long as you have access to internet you can attend uh, as well as for folks with disabilities who may not have been able to potentially even leave their home especially because a lot of us are stuck in our home with this pandemic but even beyond this pandemic or before this pandemic there were folks who didn't have access to be able to attend these conferences due to, to limitations and so I'm doing my best to address all these different barriers that I'm aware of, while also recognizing that I do hold a lot of privilege, and there's many ways in which I'm not going to be aware of how this conference isn't accessible. While being open to any uh, feedback, so that I can do my best to to create it to create a more accessible conference.
0: I can also see how important this conference would be for cis-identified people who really don't know much about the community. Well, I mean, I I, I can. Assume that there's going to be some cis people attending as well.
1: Yes, I'm hoping so that there'll be a lot of cis people. Uh, just, Just as much as we deserve to heal and have spaces for ourselves, we also need true allies. And often people think an ally is because you have a flag or you call yourself that. But an ally is not a label. It's an action. An ally... An ally um, is a term that is given to somebody, but it doesn't mean ju- just because you've been given this term that you're now an ally forever and for everybody. It's just that situation in, in in by from that person in that moment. So allyship is truly showing up and constantly learning ways to to be better and to do better, so we can create these safer spaces for our community.
0: This is wonderful. I mean, just like um, Latinos have their uh, their Latin Grammys, it's like it's kind of like okay finally there's a conference that's going to be for trans and non-binary people that's why people do what they do and they become inclusive in order to feel safe and and validated and and to reach more because the bigger the population the more light is created and the more we can share so that's wonderful I'm really looking forward to this Thank you, yeah, me
1: too. That is the goal is how to constantly learn how to be safer and how to learn the ways in which we are not safe for folks so that we can constantly be doing better versus uh, this idea that we're a monolith and here are the standards and that it doesn't shift and we, we stick to it. It's no, the more that we create safer spaces, there are more identities and ways in which people feel safer to come forward to share, to share hey, no, this is actually really problematic so that we can make those shifts Uh, to constantly grow and and
0: do and be better. Exactly. And lower the crime rate because the more we educate people, the more everybody will have a little bit more peace in their heart and in their mind.
1: Yes. Yes. And the potentiality of the longer our life expectancy can be and the reduced amount of deaths within our community. I agree. I think last year there was well over, there were more trans people murdered than there were days in the year in the world.
0: Oh, my goodness, that's awful.
1: Yeah, I think it was close to two people a day, if not more. I I can't remember. And those are just the ones who were reported. A lot of the times, even in the U.S., there are states that prevent us from reporting them as hate crimes um, just because of laws that exist.
0: Wow. Well, I'm really glad that you're definitely a pioneer to help be a catalyst for this positive change within our community. Van, you're always sticking up. Thanks so much for being such an an incredible ally, speaking of allies, and a founder and a CEO and all kinds of stuff all in one. I'm just really, really proud of you and seeing that you just continue to plow right through to be a voice for us all, even though it hurts to speak so much, but thank you. Is there anything else you would like us to know?
1: Um, Please share with others. Please buy a ticket. Please sponsor the event. All of this is being funded from my entire life savings, which isn't even that much. And so the more that people can assist financially, uh, the, the, the more likely that this can be a, a yearly or even um, bi-yearly uh, event to continue the, the education on creating these safer spaces for our community and a safer world for our community.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure it's definitely going to take off and it will definitely be at least annually for sure. Fingers crossed. Oh yeah. Wherever there's a need, there's a go. There's a green light. Let's do this. Everybody, this is going to be on May 13th, 2020, 2022. Tongue twister for me. Please go on levy.com correct? It's backslash right. conference.
1: Yeah, vanethanlevy.com. Uh I yeah, I get I guess I get them confused whether it's forward or backslash, but the line
0: that angles from the bottom on the left and goes to the right. Okay, conference. great. And get your tickets. Let's all be allies. Let's support everybody. Let's support one another, and let's keep going. Let's keep going strong. Um, I would like to share a bit about
1: the flag. Do we have a couple minutes for me to share? Yeah, we do.
0: Beautiful flag. I see you wearing a shirt of the flag, and I see the flags in the background. Could you explain the color? I see they're they're like upside down than what most people would usually would usually envision. Yeah, thank you. So I really tried to be
1: intentional with the amount of identities that I tried to represent and the ways in which they are represented. So um, in the background on the top part is the non binary flag, but it's upside down and it's intentionally upside down. So it prioritizes our most historically and currently excluded members of our community. And then the the portion of the trans flag is at the bottom in the background to demonstrate the uplifting of our most impacted members of our community. So the color blue is at the base because our societal constructs of blue are often connected to masculinity. And in the world we live in, it's the safest to be binary and male. So that's why it's at the bottom kind of uh, uh, supporting the rest of our community. And then in the middle is an infinity sign and it's written in binary coding which is ironic because i'm non-binary yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a computer coding that uh, is a language that's based on ones and zeros so what i did was i made the big the big circles ones and the small circle zeros and it actually reads from the middle um, dot which is yellow to the left down under to the right and back to the middle and it spells out dsi for the name of the conference the do something identities and it reads from right to left to represent Semitic cultures because Semitic cultures read from right to left while still centering our most impacted members. And it was uh, intentional that the black and brown dots are on top and prioritized. And then also that infinity symbol in the middle uh, was selected because it's often used to represent autistic communities while having the gradient colors of the rainbow to represent the many identities in our community and other communities inside of all the circles. And if you go to the site, all the, all the photos, including presenters, have uh, accessibility descriptions for folks who are not able to see the, the photos, but will be able to um, have uh, a way to know what's, what's being depicted.
0: Wow, that's, that's incredible. You put so much mindful, like, thoughtful work into this. It's beautiful. And I love that it's an infinity symbol, I mean, all in all, because, I mean, it encompasses human- humanity. It's beautiful.
1: Definitely, definitely trying to um, and recognizing that I will mess up and I will erase community members uh, due to the privilege I hold while still doing, while still working towards uh, creating more awareness for myself so I can do
0: better and be better. That's awesome. Uh, Those are the wise words from Van Ethan Levy. Thanks again for being on Little Less Fear podcast. I wish you the best. I know this is going to be incredible, this conference, and it's definitely going to be pivotal for, uh, for our culture, for humanity. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And, of course, we always need one shot of the famous Sushi.
0: Who, who is hiding his face? Where's Sushi? Sushi? Sushi. Sushi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much. And I'll make sure that everything's going to be posted uh, when this is posted up, all, all the information that needs to be sent, all the links and everything.
1: Thank you so much for having me and always a pleasure seeing you.
0: Absolutely a a blessing as well. Thank you so much.